I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I live. Write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice with the Just like the demeanor. Hi, right, hey everybody! Welcome back, LOTL. This is episode eighty-five. Uh, I'm Dan here with Jordan and Jimmy, the usual three. Jimmy is in Kent via Skype. What's up, boys? Yo, how's it going, Dan? <laughs> he just asked you that question. <laughs> he does that every week. I do it every week. Every time. Uh, it's going. Can't complain. Today's my Friday, so I'm happy about that. I also, I said, "What's up?" and you said, "It's going." It's going good. That's what's up. What's up? Jimmy? I don't like know how to answer that question like when I'm being recorded. If it's if it's in real time, I I feel. How like about I'm hey gonna... man, not much. I'm here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Not yo. How's it going? <laughs> <coughs> hey Jimmy. Hey man, not much. <laughs> I literally hate all of you. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right, well, anyway, you're not going to be hearing much of me this episode because, as you can probably hear, I have, like, no voice. So, uh, I'm not sick, but I have a weird cough going on that's making me lose my voice. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Hannah's here. Hey. What's up? Not too much. I did See? better at that, didn't oh, okay. I? okay. At least she answered the question. Not too much. All right, I'll take a note. No, it's yeah. Thursday. And Teresa's here too, but she says she's not talking. So, hey. Oh, I'm going to talk. <laughs> okay, it's well, a takeover. It's a mutiny while Dana's said, probably. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, Champ's here too. If you hear him slugging away at the water he's got. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, let's not dilly dally because I can't talk. So, I'm going to pretty much intro the episode and then hand over the reins. Told Jimmy to put his big boy pants on, so uh, fun episode. Jimmy's gonna do his worst. Um, okay, so we are going to get into talking about our beer of the week, which Jordan picked up. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, we have we have a guest, but it, we're not really doing an interview, so uh, yeah. I don't count as a guest anymore. No, no. you're just like a regular mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We have our top five of the week, which is going to be our favorite Christmas ales. Uh, Jimmy, I don't know if you know five Christmas ales, but if you don't, just give us whatever you've had and rank them. Um, we've got our poll of the week, which we're going to talk about Thanksgiving versus Christmas and which holiday we think is better. Uh, there's some varying opinions among the show, so we will get into that. Uh, we're going to talk some sports. Some Indian stuff. There's been a lot of uh, talk and conjecture about Frankie Lindor's future with the Indians. Um, when or if the Indians are going to trade him, whether that be this winter, uh, the trade deadline next year, or not at all. So we'll get into that. Talk about the Browns. Not really going to preview the game against the Bengals because the Bengals are awful, and if the Browns don't win, I'm going to want to hang myself. Oh. Um So we're going to talk a little bit about OBJ and the ridiculous questions that our Cleveland media is once again uh, throwing at our players, Um, namely a couple that are always in the news for trying to bait players. Uh, Baker injured his hand against the Steelers. He practiced today, so we'll see. He's 
slated to play this week because Mama didn't raise no wuss, as he said. Um, and we'll recap uh, the postgame show that I did with Steven uh, last week. And then the Cavs, well, um, we're not going to talk much about it because they stink. So, um, But I do have a funny uh, little rivalry thing I have going out with my little brother. And uh, he won't let me live down a tweet I sent out a few weeks ago. So we'll talk about that and how uh, stupid I sound. Uh, Jimmy and the CLE. Jimmy's back this week. So he will uh, talk to us about what he's been experiencing in his internship downtown on East, uh, well, Euclid and East 4th at uh, Destination Cleveland. He's got a little bit of an update for us there. And then he also has a uh, hot topic debate, literally. Catch that, Jimmy. Oh, Daniel. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, have anything to do with Cleveland, but uh, Jimmy's been uh, trying to get to the bottom of a certain snack debate. Oh, uh, review section, uh, Steve Stefano's final runner's blog is posted on our website, which he talks about running in the Virginia Marathon. Well, running slash walking. Um, Steve had an injury setback right before the race. So uh, go on to our website, lotlpodcast.com, and read that. Um, it's a pretty cool piece. Steve's pretty talented uh, in <coughs> writing, so uh, definitely do that. We're going to talk a little bit about a documentary that I just watched the other day uh, about a Nazi living in Cleveland for about 50 years. So it's called The Devil Next Door. If you're from Cleveland, you grew up in Cleveland, you probably know the story just because of it dominating the news um, in the 90s and the 2000s. So we'll talk about that. There's a new taco place in Lakewood. Yeah, go figure. A new taco place in Lakewood. Um, called Ola Tacos, so we will preview that. We were supposed to go there before this episode, but we couldn't get there, so uh, we're going to go this weekend, hopefully. And then we've got a event that Jordan's going to preview, and then we'll talk about our plans for the weekend. So, uh, as you can tell, my voice has went from bad to worse just by previewing the episode. So, uh, Jordan, Jimmy... Obviously, we have Teresa and Hannah here, too, but since you guys are the other two <clears throat> members of LOTL, you guys will direct where we go. So, what do you guys right. want to start with first? Well, let's talk about that beer of the week first. <coughs> oh, yeah. And then we'll, uh, Sorry. we'll hop into, um, I, I guess I can touch on a little bit of Steve Steven's blog right off the bat after that because um, I totally forgot. I For some reason, I thought Steve was going to be on the show this week. That's why I put that in there. Uh, so I'll just talk a little bit about it and just kind of tease it for people, and then maybe we can have them on uh, next week or soon yep. to have them give a full interview about um, <coughs> his experience and, and what it means to him to run marathons. So uh, we'll start off right now, though. We are drinking Three Hoes Christmas Ale by Saucy Brewers. I was, oh, I was trying to say that with a straight face, but of course I couldn't. Um, this is... Yeah, Christmas ale, uh, they describe it as an amber ale with spices, 7.5%. Um, so you're getting about the same amount of... Hey, Jimmy. What's up? Have you ever had three hoes? Uh, uh, I have not had the beverage name. Take a longer pause before you answer, Jimmy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Three Hoes, it's, uh, it's gaining a lot of popularity in recent years. I mean, nothing's going to touch the popularity of, um, 
Great Lakes Christmas Ale or Thirsty Dogs Christmas Ale. But it's been pretty popular as of late as Saucy continues to rise in popularity. And uh, I don't know, guys, what do y'all think? I personally like it a lot. It's not as strong as I was thinking it was going to be. Um, and even though it's 7.5%, which is about your average higher IPA, it's it doesn't taste or burn that crazy. I don't know. What does everybody think? No, I like it a lot, it's actually. Not, it's not an IPA. No, I, I, it's the no. the percentage that your average IPA has. Yeah, is yeah no. I, that's what I meant to say. I, I think it's good. It it's not as, like, cinnamony or... Yeah, like, right. ...what I expect, necessarily, but... It, it tastes it's good. It tastes more like that, uh... What's that, um... That platform, um... Mm. Christmas cookie... Cookie dough. Cookie yeah. donut. Oh. No, yeah. not cookie dough. Oh. There's, like, a... I, it might be a collab with Brunas. It's the other one, it's right? It's called like, yeah, yeah. like Christmas. No, I know which one you're talking like about. Like donut Christmas something. Because mm-hmm. that's our other one. Because then their main platform's main <coughs> Christmas ale is. Um, but that's what this tastes like. To right, me. right, right. It doesn't taste like Great Lakes Christmas ale. So. Oh, not at all. Yeah, so get that idea out of your mind. Yeah. Hol- holiday donut cookie. Yeah, that's it. That's the one, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so this is definitely not Great Lakes Christmas ale if, if you're not too familiar with Christmas ales. Uh, there's a lot more than just Great Lakes. And I, I recommend, if you're into that kind of stuff, to give them a try because they're, they're all over the place as far as the taste goes. Um, like, I, like Hannah said, it's a little more mild, actually. Yeah, like which, I feel like I'd have yeah. more than one of these, which right, is nice. Right, And it's not overpowering. Like, my main complaint, and I like Great Lakes Christmas Ale, but my main complaint is it's too cinnamon or allspice or, See, or there's something that some, doesn't bother me i just can't no i get that one for me it bothers me a lot like that's <coughs> that's what gets me yeah but again the all car percentage in that one as well is off mm-hmm. the charts if you take in the honey so mm-hmm. um anyhow so yeah three hoes it's available in most stores and gas stations and whatnot uh i really like it this is the first time i've actually had it and i'd love to try it fresh at the brewery so maybe i'll mm-hmm. go Make an excuse to stop by. Um, it's tough to go to Saucy, you know. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's such a such a drag. No. Uh, so, like I said earlier, I also wanted to touch on Stephen's fourth and final blog in his four-part series about how to run a marathon. Um, I like this series a lot because it's a fascinating topic, and second, you get not only his advice on how to run a marathon, but you get his personal touch and his own story, which is. Very interesting, and he's an excellent writer. Um, part one was called The Build Up, part two was called The Peak, part three was on The Taper, and the final part is what he describes as the well, the race and the aftermath. So he really goes into detail on his latest experience in Richmond, Virginia. Um, unfortunately, he suffered a little bit of an injury setback, so uh, that's a huge bummer, but he's, he's a fighter and he was determined to not quit. Uh, so I kid you not seven hours later he crossed the finish line um, but and it's not supposed to take that long <laughs> at all no, his, uh, for him. especially they, for someone like him I think he said his he wrote his previous uh, worst was like three hours right oh, wow. right 20 minutes or something right like that. so, awesome so this finished, this must have been brutal yeah. for him um, but you know I've never run a marathon I, I probably won't but if I ever did, it's this is months. yeah. I don't think I could do that. But this is. Can you run a five k? Oh, oh, I'm sure I could. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I could. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, Honestly, I, don't I know. like. I'm the type of person I that I'll, I'll run until like my body breaks down. Like, yeah. but like mm-hmm. I don't know if I could run a five k. Yeah, I mean I'm out of shape now, but yeah. generally I can pick up a sport or something. 
26.2 miles is a lot of miles. So far. Um, but he's a great writer, and if you actually want to run a marathon, he breaks it down so it's so easy. I feel like I have a game plan in my head. So uh, definitely check out his article. We're really proud of what he does, and uh, we'll probably hope to have him on, if not next week, very soon to to just give his own you know, two cents in his own words. Um, that's on the website right now. I've also updated the latest last week's episode with Cleveland Beer Snob, so those are available. Um, yeah, so that is that is the latest as far as uh, the website goes. Um, why don't we, Jimmy, if you're cool with this, why don't we jump into the poll of the week and get a little holiday flair in here? Does that sound like a good plan? I'm cool with it, Jordan. All right. All right, sounds good. So our poll of the week this week was, which holiday do you prefer, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Um, I love both holidays, but it wasn't a tough choice for me. I personally love Thanksgiving the best. It's actually my probably set. It's probably my favorite holiday of the year. Um, let's go around the let's go around the room first. Jimmy, you go second. What's your uh, <coughs> Thanksgiving or Christmas? Um, man. I gotta say, in years past, growing up as a little kid, I'd probably say Thanksgiving, uh, just because that's when I saw all my cousins, all my family. Yeah, and right. When Christmas right. came around, it was mainly just like my parents and my sister, mm-hmm. which is you know like fun and all, but I, I don't get a chance to see much of my extended family. Uh, this is the first year in like five or six, maybe a little longer, uh, years that I saw like my whole mom and dad's side of, of the family. So. Um, it means a little more when you get to spend time with people you don't see often. So I'm going to go ahead and say Thanksgiving, but might be different this year because uh, for Christmas I will uh, not be in Ohio, be uh, on a cruise. So Wait, what? what? Or to that. Oh, yeah. That's even worse. A cruise to where? Uh, the Caribbean. Nice. Wow. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're going to disappear. Fancy. Whatever. So that might be a little easier <coughs> uh, than Thanksgiving, but... Uh, in years past, I'll go with Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. Okay. Hannah? I'm actually surprised that there's been two Thanksgivings. So I'm Christmas, hands down. Um, I love Thanksgiving. Of course, I have pizza in my mouth right now. It's terrible. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, <laughs> but the buildup, like for Christmas and how much time there is to do Christmas like activities, even though it's like a weird word. There's just so much that goes into Christmas, whether it's the pop-up bars that we go to or the holiday parties or like even like what we're drinking right now is specifically for the season. Like I just love the whole season that comes with Christmas, but I also love like the uh, like the charity and the spirit like around it. I just feel like it's such a fun time where people want to give back and are in like just a happy, joyful mood. So... I love Christmas. I love all of December. I love listening to Christmas music. It's not even close for me. And I don't like turkey. So mm-hmm. no. I'm a Christmas yeah. person. Yeah. Do you have any specific uh, Christmas albums by any chance? I'm so glad <laughs> you, you opened serious? this up. Do you, remember <laughs> this? Do you remember this from a year ago, Jimmy? I can't talk about this. I can't defend exactly myself. How Anyone's looking, this is. year two, Brett Eldridge. Christmas album. Looking. The best holiday album out there. No, I listened to it literally three times through today. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, extreme. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. That's insane, three times a day, but I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. No. It's every Christmas song you want to hear. With the old... Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No, that's true. That's Twang, Jordan. 
Hey, hey, I like country. I, this but it's it's like that old big band, old school crooner. Like Christmas the album. like the like the Frank Sinatra. It is. Yeah, yeah. We have, we, I know we've been through all, all right. this a year don't, ago. Don't don't. <laughs> all right. I really appreciate that layup, Jimmy. All right, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get back to some more of this stuff in a second. But let's uh, let's get Dan's opinion on the poll question. Christmas. All right. Short and sweet. Teresa. Um, Christmas. Okay. Um, I don't like turkey. See. Um. Also, for me, it's just family. Like. We added two, I added two sister-in-laws and a baby within like five years. So it's, and I don't have an extended family. Like we don't have any first cousins. So it's literally just us five or now like nine or whatever. And, um, so like Thanksgiving, we don't really spend time all day together, but Christmas day is like our day where we all just spend the whole day together. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun. I feel like everyone just like during this like November to December is just like so hopeful and joyful and mm-hmm. that you don't get that mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Like there's not so much like hope and joy throughout the year, but like these specific months there is and it just makes me really happy. Yeah. And I love my family. I would always hang out with my family. There's no other holiday you spend so much time celebrating either. Right. I love that. Right. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think like, you know, for people of faith, for those who are like, it, it really means mm-hmm. so much. And, yeah, and I think, I think, you, I think you hit it on the nail when you said like the hope around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I know I want to, you know, there's a lot of people who Christmas is tough for whether it's because of family or, or whatever reason. Um, but I think there is just a general sense of hope. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's, you know, merited or not, it, you just kind of feel a little better. Uh, that month yeah you know and it's, and it's nice to have that going into the the new year yeah um so yeah no i agree that's that's those are some other reasons for sure and yeah i get it for some thanksgiving was always just like such a wonderful memory for me as a kid uh not that christmas wasn't but yeah that's why i always picked it as my favorite and to me it kicks off what becomes the best oh, yeah. time of the year that's true but no yeah it's obviously it's a it's a matter of opinion but um yeah so let's look at the poll results we have uh, on Twitter, 36% said Thanksgiving, hmm. 64% said Christmas. Yeah, they are correct. Um, 20, are right. yeah. On uh, Facebook, 27% said Thanksgiving, 73% said Christmas. Hmm. Three-fourths are right. Yeah. I'm not really surprised by that, though. Neither no. am I. I. I'm actually surprised that we got that many Thanksgivings, yeah, to same. be honest. That's what surprises me. I think because the meal. Like, Thanksgiving well, meal people, is always like a... People, mm-hmm. people don't. People are starting to turn on Christmas a little bit because of the commercialization of it. Right. It's like getting over. It's overdone sometimes. And the fact yeah. that it's it's literally but bleeding so into Thanksgiving. But so Thanksgiving, though, with no, Black that's Friday what I mean. stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's bleeding yeah. into Thanksgiving, and I think yeah. there's resentment towards it because, like, I know, and uh, shout out my Aunt Cam if she's listening, um, but we finish Thanksgiving meal at, like, 1.30, and then she's, like, looking up. Uh, Black Friday deals. Yeah. Right. And then, like, her and my cousins, like, leave at, like, 6 o'clock and go out shopping on but, Thanksgiving right. night. Yeah. And, you know, which it, to each their own. See, some of that has always been part of the tradition. Like, I always remember being <coughs> at my grandparents' house and we'd eat dinner while we're watching the, the football games. We would all go through the ads and then we'd pick out what we wanted to maybe get the next day. And that's part right. of it for me, too. I understand, oh, it's commercialization. But, like, that was part of the fun, well, honestly. No, that, that part that part's fine. You're right, right. With your oh, you're talking I'm about talking when it's, about, like, the day of. Yeah. No, I'm talking about, like, when family actually leaves <coughs> Thanksgiving to go shopping. Yeah, that's what I mean, like, the day on of. Thanksgiving. Right. No, right. that day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everything's right. open Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving now. Yeah, that's kind of weird, and that's not cool. Um, well, it's all a matter of opinion, but it's, I'm not surprised most people prefer Christmas, and that's a lot of reasons why. So, um, it's good. It's a good holiday, no doubt. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dad. I just read your note on the calves, and <laughs> it just made me laugh. They stink. Uh, <laughs> he just put they stink. <laughs> um okay let's let's touch on actually let's let's go ahead and go through some sports because we have some other topics we need to get to oh, you got to do the top five. To, oh my goodness i'm a moron should have done oh, that it's even the beer. right falling that's, apart without damn it is i it's even related to I'm what kidding. i was talking about right before it yeah it's it's literally top five christmas sales so as i was talking about a christmas sale i forgot to you know, smooth, smoothly go into the next thing. <laughs> That's all right. But we're still talking about the holidays and Christmas, so here we are. Um, top five Christmas sales. Dan, would you like to go first, or do you want me to go first? Or go first, how are we doing with the whole way. voice situation? Yeah, I'll get it out of the way. All right, so I also apologize for coughing throughout this entire episode. So <laughs> if you hear that, uh, I'm not smart enough to edit those out, so deal with it. Um, okay, my five. We're going to go five to one. These are in order. So five for me is Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Oh. Um, this is, I like it better on, on draft like every beer. So I, mm-hmm. that's Agreed. obvious. I don't even know why I brought that up. But um, I will say, like, if I'm at a store and I'm just in the mood for a Christmas sale, I'm not purposely looking for it for a show. I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm not, like, looking at Great Lakes first. Probably because that's like the first one I've had. I've had it like ridiculous amounts of times. Um, so I mostly look for newer ones. And I have a new one in my top five that I really liked. Uh, four is Festivus from Market Garden. Um, had this on Sunday for the Browns game. Um, really like it. It's, really, it's just really solid. Um, it's not like blow you away, but it's, it's really solid beer. Number three for me, is, which was higher before this new one that I had, uh, is 12 Dogs of Christmas Sale by Thir- Thirsty Dog. This is technically an Akron beer, but, you know, whatever. Um, I really like it. Number two is the new one for me. It's uh, Snow Job by Working Class. <laughs> I had this a couple weeks ago when I was out with my buddy Matt. Shout out Matt Townsend. Um, it's really good, really smooth. There's no bite in it whatsoever like you find in, like, Christmas Sale, especially out of the bottle. Um, it's really, really good, really solid. And then number one for me, by probably a wide margin, is Holly Jolly from Fatheads. Uh, it's my favorite. Oh, that's a classic. I do really like Pimp My Slay too, but that didn't quite make my list. So, um, yeah. All right, I'll uh, I'll go next because I think the rest of our uh, our co-hosts. You have five. I think you want to so. go? You no, go. No, no, no you, you go. No, I'm just letting you know that I think I have. Five. Oh, okay. All right, I'll do mine real quick. <laughs> Um, number five is also for me Great Lakes. Uh, I really appreciate what it did for Christmas beer in this area. It mm-hmm. was basically the first option, and and it that's one of the reasons why it's so popular. I love the traditions around it. I love the first pour. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things about Great Lakes Christmas sale that's amazing. I'm not here to talk down on it. It's just a little too strong for me in, in all reason, uh, all purposes of that word. Um, Personally, it's a little too spicy for me. Just too much bite. But it's a great Christmas ale nonetheless. It's just not one I really will have more than one of in any sitting. 
Uh, number four is, the, I. this is silly, I've never done this before, but I really like saw this one we're drinking right now, Three Hoes, so I went ahead and put it as number four. Jordan likes um, his Three Hoes. I do. <laughs> um, and it, it's very drinkable, pretty much everything I'm looking for in a Christmas sale, so that's why it cracked my top five. Uh, number three is Fathead's Pimp My Sleigh. Uh, this is a very strong Christmas sale, so this is served in a small little, what are they called, sniffers or sniffers or whatever. Um, those little tiny glasses, and Sniffer. it's a great, man, one of the best things you can do in the holiday season, go to Fatheads in North Homestead, order yourself, <coughs> pimp my sleigh, it's so delicious, so great. Very alcoholic, so be careful. Number two is Fatheads Holly Jolly. Um, I debate between this and my number one, but... I love Fatheads and I love Holly Jolly. I just, uh, Thirsty Dog is my number one, actually. 12 Dogs of Christmas. It's just consistently, in my opinion, one of the best Christmas sales you can get in the region. Um, that's my top five. Let's go next. Hannah, Teresa. Hannah, Hannah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so I have five because we had this tonight. So I'm going to add it into oh. number five. It is good. I enjoy it. The, so, the Saucy Brew Works Three Hose. Uh, number four, which I've only actually had once or twice, but is very delicious, is actually Columbus Brewing Company. Oh, yes. They have one called Citra, Citra Noel. Noel. Yeah, it's really one. good. Oh. It's um, very good. I got it last year. It's hard to find up here. Although, I'm going to Columbus tomorrow, so maybe I'll find yeah. some and bring it back. Uh, we just saw it at Cabin Corks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, that's actually a really good one. Uh, number three... Would be Fatheads Holly Jolly. I do enjoy Fatheads Holly oh, yeah. Jolly. It's one of the few beers I enjoy out of the bottle more, though. Huh? So I'm going to disagree with yeah. you on that. I don't know why. What I think it's because it has like say? the Christmas lights on the bottle. Oh, yeah. What did you say? I enjoy it more out of the bottle. Oh, I didn't say I didn't. You said you enjoy every beer more on draft. Well, I think well, that's, 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 that's a general, general statement. Like any yeah, but I, I think draft. it might just be because the bottle's so cute. Oh, okay. With like the Christmas lights on it. I'm not going to there. I know, sorry. Uh, number two is Great Lakes Christmas Sale. Um, I agree with Jordan. Just the tradition of it. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like it's what started the entire mm-hmm. market for Christmas yeah. Sale. I love having it with the brown or the brown sugar, the cinnamon sugar and caramel rim. I don't know. There's something just very um, nostalgic about having a Great Lakes Christmas Sale during the Christmas season. So that's my number two. And then number one, because I support all things Market Garden at all times, is Festivus. I love the taste of Festivus. It's everything I love about Christmas sale. A little less potent and a little easier to drink. And it is my favorite Christmas sale. Favorite one to have seasonally. We just had one. We went to the Browns last week on Sunday. Um, so I get excited every time Festivus comes out. So that's my number one. We had two. We did have two because I can have two. <laughs> I can't do that with Great Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my top five. Nice. Jimmy or Teresa, who wants to go next? You go, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Woo. Jimmy, I can't put the live video on you for your top five. No, I couldn't. No, you can't. I didn't realize you were live until here, there I looked you are. over I got the you. camera was pointed at me. I got you. You're next. All right, here number five. Uh, I'm talking Australian accent. Yes. Oh, wow. Number five, uh, we got Festivus. Uh, no, th- I mean, just kidding. Not no thanks. Thanks to Hannah. Uh, for introducing this to me last year. Um, actually, no. You know what? I was in 21. Oh then. It had been half No, you didn't have any. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy. Oh, what are you talking about? I don't think I would have given you maybe any was, alcohol. <laughs> maybe it was Christmas in July. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> right under the bus. Jimmy just outed himself for being a criminal. And me. And a delinquent. Yeah, you're even worse for supplying. 
Way to go. All right, number four. And I hosted, so um, I'm the worst out of everybody. There was definitely Christmas in July. What, what am I talking about? Yes. Yeah. Anyways, 12 Dogs of Christmas, uh, number four. Um, again, I just had this pretty recently. Uh, just been on a crazy voyage of trying new beers. It's a little overwhelming. Um, it's a uh, very smooth beer. Um, honestly, I think it's like the easiest to drink out of all the Christmas ales, to be honest. It's hmm. very smooth. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, number three, Pit My Sleigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, haven't had it in a little while. I really need to touch up on my uh, Christmas sales. But well, maybe more when recently, you actually... I've had a lot of Great Lakes and Holly Jolly, which... Maybe when you actually two. show up for an episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow, maybe you should come to Kent, huh? Mm. Hey, you don't invite us, so... What are you talking about? I don't just think you've ever invited up. me to Kent, Jimmy. We could all just crash at your place. The apartment's not big enough for all of y'all's. We'll make all it. right, number two. <laughs> You've been to my apartment. It's not big what? enough either. No, please keep doing the Australian accent. Keep going, keep going. Oh, all right, here we are. Uh, number two is Holden Jolly. Uh, I had this a lot over Thanksgiving break. Stay uh, for dinner. Uh, got a little twisted off Holly Jolly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't do it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, Holly Jolly, just very sweet. Um, I had this at some bar in Buffalo. It's everywhere in Buffalo. A lot of fat heads. Really? Um, Buffalo, yeah. New York? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, Are you serious? Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. Oh <my> gosh. Jordan. <laughs> oh <my God>. Australia, maybe. <laughs> Buffalo, <laughs> Australia. Buffalo, Australia. Australia, Australia Jordan. <laughs> All right. And number one, uh, Great Lakes, because I'm a man, and I've had my chest. So, uh, <laughs> what? That's the best reason. What did he say? Uh, he has hair on his chest. No, what beer is it? Great, oh, Lakes, Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Oh. Christmas Ale. Uh, because it's not too potent. Oh, and the wait, what? And you went oh. to the first pour this year. Oh yeah. It's so fun. And I did. I did. So it's only right that I pay homage to the all-time goat. You're not. Hey, you can't stop this accent without saying crikey. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> accent ended. You didn't. All right, and that's uh, my top five. That's a fantastic top five. All right, Teresa. I don't really have five. I have like two. All right, let's hear it. Um, the first one is 12 Dogs. Oh. It's just really good. Nice. I don't have like great explanations. Uh, number one is Festivus. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's so good. I love the taste. I don't think it's too much like Hannah said. It's perfect. So that, <coughs> I love that one. So you don't like Great Lakes, even though you... Got... I hate Great Lakes. I'm so sorry. I hate Great Lakes yeah. Christmas, a- Christmas Ale. But you I went think to it's... First Pour. Well, I was already... It's the tradition. I drink four... You got utterly annihilated. Because <laughs> I drink four beers before that, so they tasted like water to me. Oh, that's... But, so yeah, it was awful. But, um, yeah, no, I'm not a Christmas Ale Great Lakes person. At all, I think I don't know. They're too much. I don't, and it tastes different every single year, like yeah, two different sometimes. And I'm like, this is weird. It like, does seem to taste. Different. I don't dislike that though, because at least then you know. Sometimes it is better one some years than others, but yeah, at least you know when it tastes a little bit different. It's authentic every year. I guess that's, that's a fair point. That's fair. But right. it's also because they go through so many brewers there. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. You're watching the live video. I didn't mean I... to. I just opened my Instagram and I started hearing your echo. Yeah. Um, I, I also wish I had this voice when I was in. Crime. I also like Fatheads Holly Jolly, but it's not my favorite. But oh, I like it. So best. that's, yeah, that's so top I three. I just love the top name. Three. Yeah. Right. Holly Jolly. Christmas. Right. It's so, so... <clears throat> 
So yeah, that's my uh, top three. Mm-hmm. You know who sings a really good version of that song? No. Brett oh, Brett Eldridge. Thank God. Thank God. I need Jimmy here. Thank God I ended that video before you said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the last year when we did the Christmas episode. It was my favorite episode I've done with you I guys. I remember that, yeah. And that's when we did the whole Home Alone and what's the oh, other? Um, we discuss uh, what Die Hard if that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. and you said you hated Home Alone, and Jimmy and I got all upset. Oh, I do hate Home Alone. I remember that. Why? He doesn't like I don't it think at it's all. Funny. We shouldn't go back down that road. I was just reminding you of my favorite episode. It's not a good movie. Okay. The plot holes. I don't think I've ever seen so many plot holes in a movie it's before. You were equally one third of this podcast, but you're in my apartment, so I can still kick you out. I, to be fair, ninety percent of Christmas movies, the plot is very <coughs> unbelievable. You know, okay. like look at Elf. But it's Christmas. Oh, oh I also don't, I also don't Elf. like Elf. He hates oh my Elf. God, get out! Get <laughs> Absolutely hates it. Get off the red nosed reindeer. You sit on a throne of lies. That's a great. Well, it yeah. is. It is a Grinch. There is actually Christmas a Christmas vacation. You smell like beef and cheese. Christmas vacation's good. Lots of plot oh. holes. You don't like the Grinch, right? I like the book. I don't like the real the real person movies. Oh, it's. It is well, I don't like that. The one with Jim Carrey? Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't like, like that. that. I like, I like the cartoon. The, <coughs> no, the cartoon's The cartoon great. one's good. I heard right, the, sorry. I, I didn't mean to drag us back the 3D animation no, I love it. one. It, uh, it yeah. gave us one of the best gifts of all time. You know, when the Grinch smiles. Really oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 like, huge smile. I yeah. love the music from the Grinch. That was my add-on, my bonus. the mean one. I can Christmas sing that. Song. We did our top five Christmas songs, and I added the Grinch. I can sing that right now. He can, because his voice is the Grinch. He's got the Grinch in him. Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh my god, is he possessed by the Grinch? Maybe. I think he's possessed by the Grinch. No. That explains why he's so cranky tonight. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, oh, you, have, you have your voice sound like mine and you wouldn't be as happy as me. Really All right. Bad. All right, let's get back on track here, folks. Sorry. Uh, Dan, do you have it in you to talk about the Indians? Yeah, because I figured you can talk about Hannah will probably talk about it more, even more. Now. I even have some thoughts on Frankie. So. Well, you know, you're an Astros fan, so that's right. You got to worry about your own cheating scandal. Got to worry about that. Get another title next you year. Don't matter. <laughs> if you're not wearing uh, blue and orange, you don't matter. White and orange. <laughs> Blue is an accent color. All right, so the big <laughs> talk with the Indians right now. Well, it's what? What do they call it? It's a uh, free agent season right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lindor, there was, okay, there was some leaky reports about maybe Lindor's going to be leaving sooner than later, unfortunately. But I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's just hearsay or, or do you think that's actually legitimate so, reporting? So that, that came out and then the Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff, who's the president and the GM, mm-hmm. went on a media blitz today to kind of try and do their best job of like quieting like that. Like simmering mm-hmm. down, yeah. Um, but they didn't really do a good job because those guys are like politicians and they, they, they they'll just, talk for yeah. 20 minutes and mm-hmm. not say anything. They say doublespeak all the time. Yeah, they yeah. just won't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't think any of us are naive enough to think that Frankie Lindor probably isn't going to get traded at some point. It's just a matter of when. The Indians are not going to do what the, uh, the Nationals did with Bryce Harper <laughs> and just let him play on his contract and leave. Right. Because the Indians aren't as big a market as Philadelphia and can't mm-hmm. just shovel that money back into somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. How how do you what? How would you feel if the Indians traded Frankie Lindor before the season started? Oh, I mean, I'd be super disappointed. <coughs> um, I understand like the monetary move of that. However, I can't. It 
My gut feeling, the Indians are going to do almost nothing in free agency. I don't really yeah. anticipate them doing much of anything. Um, I think the only thing that they'll do would be through, like, trades. Uh, yeah, and I just feel like the way things have gone and with the team that's assembled and with Kluber coming back and Carrasco coming back, I don't really feel like our front office, knowing how they are, are going to do much of anything exciting. And I don't think the Lindor trade will happen for the first half of the season at least. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think they're – unless they were get some godfather offer right. that they couldn't refuse – I don't think that they're going to trade Frankie. I just so, feel like that's the, the one thing to talk about with the Indians. So I know that everybody loves Frankie, and he's clearly the heart and soul of the team. But if you got a godfather offer, would you would would that be a positive thing? Uh, yes, I would. If they were to get a godfather offer, and what that means to me is is uh, one or two can't miss prospects, as well as one or two guys that you can plug into uh, the lineup. Like, right now. Like, obviously, <clears throat> they're not going to replace Frankie's marketability or um, fan interest that he has in the team. But if you wait, for instance, if you trade him now, you will get more for him no matter what than you would if you wait till the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Just because he has more on his contract. So, for whatever team, he has more control. Um, the thing that I worry about is... If they wait and then they do what they've done the last couple years and that's make the playoffs and then, or even not make the playoffs like last year and just like fizzle out at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then you've wasted another year. He's down to one year left on his deal and you're not going to get nearly as much form as you would right now. So my thing is like if I had a choice, I would want to keep Frankie, right? Like if I felt confident that the owners were going to keep Frankie and pay him. That would be my first pick. But because I don't feel like that's what's going to happen, I would want to get the most for him. I don't want Frankie to leave, and I don't want him to leave earlier rather than later. However, I don't have any confidence that this organization is going to keep him here. Yeah. Well, the um, owner said it. But if I, if I, if I had that choice, like <laughs> if, it was, him. if it was just – if it was keep Frankie or get what we can for him, it would be keep Frankie every day, all day. Yeah. Um, but I just don't have any faith that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So I would prefer to get the most we can out of him, but I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. Yeah. Well, I also think it's the ownership piece of it is really interesting because a report came out a couple weeks ago when the new Royals manager or the new Royals owner got confirmed by Major League Baseball that the commissioner said he had a deal in place to essentially take over the Indians because he was the minority owner of the Indians. Mm -hmm. But then his hometown Royals came up for sale and he decided to buy the Royals. So that tells me that uh, the Indians are not necessarily that they're desperate to sell the team, but that they're open for business and that Mm -hmm. before Frankie's contract is up, we could have new owners in Cleveland and that's a whole nother topic. Whole nother I could talk thing, yeah. half an hour because if I think if if, if we trade ownership groups, I think uh, everybody's going to leave. Tito's Tito's going to leave. Antonetti's going to leave. All those guys, and then you're starting from scratch. So while the Indians owners get a lot of heat 
from fans for past decisions about trading players and not paying players, not signing free agents. It's like, uh, trying to think of the expression, but it's like you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe we get a new owner in here that is a billionaire and willing to spend money and re-signs Frankie, then you lose Tito. Mm -hmm. And you lose Antonetti, which those guys can only do uh, what they're given. So I think Antonetti and Chernoff and those guys have done a really, really good job for what they've been given budget-wise. So, but that's a whole other conversation. I, but to get back to what you're saying, if, like, say the Dodgers were to come to the Indians and be like, hey, we're going to give you our top two prospects who are, like, insanely good, and we'll give you, like, Corey Seager, who's their starting shortstop, it would be kind of hard for me to say no to that just because with the way the ownership is, I'm not sold that... I'm not sold that they're even going to make a good faith offer to Frankie. Mm -hmm. And that's more than anything else. If he's going to leave, I want to see the Indians at least make a contract offer to him and make him turn them down. And then you're like, okay, well, if if you're not going to resign with us, then we're going to trade you. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see. It's just hard to replace his energy. I mean, I get wanting to get the most for him, but it's really hard to find someone who truly loves the game of baseball and motivates the people Mm -hmm. around him the way Frankie does. He's one of the best players in baseball. And baseball Mm -hmm. is so finicky, you know, with ups and downs and emotions and, like, the atmosphere in the clubhouse and things have so much to do with it that losing Frankie just as a position player is only half of it. Losing Frankie the person is another big part of it. Yeah. Um, And that's why I would keep him no matter what the deal was any day of the week, but I just don't – I don't have a lot of hope in that. So we'll see. Real quick before we end this topic, do you what do you what do y'all think his worth is? Keeping in mind what some of the top oh. tier free agents contract wise, yeah, like how much do you think he could sign for? Well, I mean, he's still only what twenty five, twenty six. Mm-hmm. Like keeping in mind he's what guys like on his career, right? So if you <coughs> like, when I look at guys like Manny Machado, who got a, in my opinion one of the most ridiculously overhyped contracts oh, yeah, of all time, well, of course. But like someone like Lindor, who's I would argue a thousand times better yeah. and more useful than a guy like Manny. But. Well, here's the here's the thing with that. Like, if Machado got three hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. three hundred million dollars with the Padres isn't worth as much as like three hundred million dollars with the Yankees because if True. you put Machado on the Yankees, mm-hmm. they're instantly the prohibitive favorite yeah. to win the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. If you spend three hundred dollars on Manny Machado and you put him on the Padres, they're still not making the playoffs. Yeah. So it depends on where the franchise is at. If you're like the Yankees where you're trying to get over the hump in the AL and you're trying to figure out a way to get past the Astros, um, it means more and is worth more for you to spend that $300 million. So Machado's contract wouldn't look as bad with the Yankees because he'd be putting them over the top. Mm -hmm. With the Padres, I mean, he's not even helping them sell tickets, so I don't know where that comes (laughs) from. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. (laughs) It's like kind of like what what the Bryce Harper deal was supposed to be with Philly. Now, the problem is Bryce Harper didn't perform this year. So that's also still got to be a draw, though, don't you think? Well, he's at least a draw, and he's in a big enough market in Philly to where that contract probably still, right, right. while it's an albatross, it's still... Right, it's still going to be something. But the Indians aren't shelling out $300 million for anybody. Babe Ruth could 
come back from the dead. <laughs> shelling out I do think we're going to see a record deal with Frankie, and I think he deserves it. I don't know what I would say yeah. a fair offer is for him, but I do think we I just hope we could doesn't. be looking at I a just, potential record I just hope somehow, deal. some way, the Yankees don't get him. But. I'd be... I well, mean, I, don't, I can't even think that way. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Hey, you guys might get your wish if Garrett Cole goes there, Phil. I don't right. know if they'd be able to do both. Why is that my wish? No, meaning like he won't go to the Yankee... Uh, Frankie probably won't go to the Yankees then. Oh. Oh. That's yeah. what I meant by that. Well, I mean, they have an unlimited amount of money to spend, so. Right. Eh, we also ta- true. <laughs> we, we were talking earlier about, yeah. about uh, what was it, the Phillies? Was it the Yeah, the Phillies possibly signing Cole? Oh, and yeah. I said that they, yeah. they just signed Zach Wheeler. So yeah, so that's. They're that's not going to shell out yeah. two of those contracts, yeah. especially when they just signed Harper last year. Right. <laughs> but oh, the boy. Yankees can afford that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They always can. Yeah, there's no price. I just hope if the Indians do trade him, I hope they trade him to the NL. So good. You don't have to deal. Great, with Frankie. Him, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna have any ill will towards you because the Indians weren't gonna pay you anyway. So it's not like he walked away from a contract like right, other right, Indians right. have. Right. But I just I don't want to see him traded to anybody in the AL. Yeah. All right. Well. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully. There's a positive ending here some way, somehow, some way. It's like um, that feeling when I knew LeBron was going to leave. Yeah. Like, you just resigned to it. You have this outside hope that, like, maybe it'll work, but you just know. Yeah. And it's just, like, frustrating. Yeah. But you you can't blame him. At least the second time we had the, I, we had the championship in our I pocket. Think, right. Like, like, I have no ill will towards LeBron leaving, and I would have no think, ill will towards Frankie because think, it makes perfect sense. It just I think, sucks. I think the second time LeBron left, I actually was, in some ways, a little more annoyed because of, just because I hate the Lakers so much. Because he went to the West. Wow. So, Your favorite so, team is in the West. Yeah, but I, it's it's not even so much that. It's just I, I just the Lakers. But that was the was only like, team that he was going to leave. I know, I know. It's just like those conflicting emotions. Like you're happy for them and you understand and you understand why they're you doing know, if it. LeBron, it if LeBron blows. had never won a title and, and like he had been, you know, and then he's going to, then I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah. like you know, we'll oh, see. Oh, I see. I'm the opposite. I'd be Curious if he came back for oh, four years. Oh no, no. I meant, I meant if he had never won a title in his career. Like oh, let's say oh. he stayed with Cleveland the whole time oh. and never got anything, and then he's like, all right, I give up. I'm yeah. going to Lakers. See, I'm fine with LeBron yeah. leaving the second time because he won that championship. That's true. Right. Yeah. It's like, different. I, would, I yeah. would be, I would be more okay with the Indians trading Lindor if they wouldn't have blown the World Series in 2016. Because yeah. at yeah. least you have memories to go back. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, if Frankie, never mind. Uh, Anyhow, let's not down do that. that. Uh, all right. Browns, Dan, you, your analysis of the preview for the Bengals game is Bengals are terrible. Browns will win. Um, they freaking better. I agree. And I they don't really have anything to play for. I can't anymore, really but... imagine there's any way they lose this game. No, especially with the Bengals winning last week. You should give the Browns a lot of credit if you think they can't find a way to lose a game. You know what? <laughs> No, I'm not saying they're going to win, not, but you can't say stuff like wrong. that because they will you're not, figure it you're out. You're not wrong, but this is not like the 0-16 No, Browns they should game. win this like, game for sure, they but they game. could find a way not to. They yeah. could, they yeah. could yeah. but they won't. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. They you're could, right. but they won't. They won't uh, win this game. Salty, that Cowboys lost. All right, the Cowboys are on right now, and they're driving down the field, Jimmy. Hey, I've been enjoying the Cowboys lately. I need you to... What? Sh- I forgot Jimmy. Because they've been losing. They've been losing. It was I know, a joke. I don't need your negativity in my life right now, Jimmy. We're supposed to be on the same side on these podcasts. You're right. I can't agree with Dak Prescott, but I will always take your side. Wow. I appreciate you. Wow. Oh, all right. 
Anything else you want to say about the Dan? Wow, the Dan's Brown. I literally uh, almost said Dan's Browns? the Dan's Brown. They are my Browns. Yeah, um, Dan's I I I did kind of want to talk about the ridiculousness of our sports media that oh yeah um, reared their ugly head once again today. So uh, there was this um, anonymous Twitter guy who posted this ridiculous like rumor. Okay, about I hate when people OBJ. Do that. But right. here's the thing. Right. Like if you want to keep that to Twitter, no, the the Browns media brought that into the locker room today Are and you? asked the players. They asked OBJ about his future with Cleveland. How can you ask and, and a this player is, a question it, off of a rumor? Listen, like, this is what the guy actually said. He said I uh, I can't imagine myself anywhere else. Literally. Right, boom. Right, gone. Right. But because he also said at the same time uh Quite literally, you know, we don't know where, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow, which is, right. you know, whatever. Maybe he doesn't have to say that because it's going to stir stuff. Right. But um, I think he's more so talking about the fact that with the Giants, he never thought he was going to leave the Giants. They gave him a $100 million contract, right. said they weren't going to trade him. Two weeks before they traded him to the Browns, they said, we didn't sign him just to trade him. And then they traded him. Right. I think that's more so what he's referring to. When he talks about, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow or the off season or all that. Right. But, right. of course, the media is like, oh, he was ambiguous with, with his comments. And, and uh, you know, who, he's frustrated with, like, everybody, everybody on the Browns and their Browns fans are frustrated with being 5-7 and seven right now. Like, that's not news. Like, why do you have to spin that into, oh, he's going to demand a trade in the off season? Like, who cares? Right, right. No, I, I get that. He, he, right before, and right before he said... Uh, he can't see himself anywhere else. He talked about how he goes to work every day and his locker is literally right next to his best friend in the world. Mm-hmm. Why would he request a trade away from Right, him? right, right. But, you know, I mean, when you you see this a lot with with <coughs> local media. They they constantly have to do something to get their ratings up, so they're always going to stir so some I'll, silly I'll, uh, stuff. Here, I'll, I'll bring up a, a tweet real quick. I don't know if you guys have any opinions on that, but I won't say who it is because whatever. <laughs> but he, uh, what do you say? He said, a, he posted a video. He said, a sampling of OBJ's comments today was very ambiguous about his future with the Browns. He was not ambiguous about it. Right, right. He said he can't see himself anywhere else. And then, uh, somebody, uh, Somebody, somebody tweeted at him, but Cleveland reporters, why in the blank are you asking him about his future here at this juncture with four games left still in the season? And the guy, the media member, said, because there are rumblings, he's frustrated and unhappy here. Apolo- apologies for doing our jobs. He's referring to the tweet. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, Incarcerated Bob, on Twitter. I yeah, I have. He tweets yeah. all this rumors and mm-hmm. gambling stuff about sports, and he's, yeah. he's, he's found out it. almost always to be proven wrong. That's sounds what he's like, referring to. Sounds like he's not. This my is type a of beat guy. reporter for uh, a radio station in this oh, town. Oh, really? That's oh, saying this. I didn't know that, huh? See, I don't know. I just don't care. I just feel like the media is always trash. They're always. Right. Trash. I exactly. just don't care. Like exactly. I don't. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and let yeah. them continue to do this stuff. Right. No matter what anyone says or what the players say or what reporters are saying, like <coughs> I mean, they're that's just not affecting what the ultimately they're just trying doing. to get clicks. But that's not their job as beat reporters. They're not right. columnists. They're not. Right. You're a beat reporter. You're supposed to report right. the news that's going on. 
you asking a, a player a pointed question that's supposed to uh, get a negative response, right. so you can get clicks on your Twitter well, account or on your website, is not responsible journalism for a beat reporter. A beat reporter is supposed to report the facts. Right. No, I agree with that. And when you're a beat reporter, you get a special privilege to be able to go into the locker rooms and have access to the players. Yeah. Like they don't give that to every random blogger. <coughs> like you actually this is have why, a privilege yeah, to do that. This and is you why. To, yeah, it's super. This annoying. is why. Uh, Athletes have contentious relationships with reporters. This is right. why Baker snaps at Tony right. Grossi all the time. Every time I hear someone criticizing an athlete for 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 something, they snap at a reporter for, yeah. or they don't want this person asking. People are like, "Oh, freedom must be." That's not the point. Right. The point is that these people are clearly abusing what <coughs> little power they have, yeah. and it's annoying to the players. You know, yeah. it's honestly shocking to me they don't snap more. Well, mm-hmm. I can't so, believe they don't. So snap with more. Baker, Tony Grossi, before Baker even gets drafted, he said that he would retire if the Browns drafted Baker Mayfield. Browns drafted Baker Mayfield. Right. So all the fans are calling for him to retire. Right. You said it. You said it. it's right there. Right. He doesn't retire. Right. So then you know Baker's plays around with him because Baker. He hears everything. Right. People right. tell him stuff, just like any other athlete. Yeah. Right. So that Baker has like he has like a very sarcastic relationship with Tony until like he asks him really stupid questions. Right. Like like that. Yeah, we, that I mean one. we talked about it when he's like, <laughs> right. you know, that's the dumbest thing you could uh that's the dumbest thing that you could ask. It's uh it's the dumbest question you could ask. <laughs> what? And then storms off. And then Tony Gross is like, oh, I don't understand why he gets contentious with me. Well, maybe it's because that you didn't want the Browns to draft him, and you said you'd retire if the Browns drafted him. Right, right. Well, they drafted him, and you didn't retire. So maybe you should either not speak or hold to your word with what you say. So Yeah, yeah. And it's it seems like the relationship with the Browns especially, but I know it happens all over sports, uh, is getting worse by the day. With the media, so it's my two cents. All right. Um, hopefully, the Browns just do what they need to do. Oh, by the way, in the post game show, I called for Freddie Kitchens to get fired. Do you, do you stick to that? I would assume yes, because I think he needs to go. I think that was. A I'm game. actually not sticking to that now. Oh, because I think that was a clear example of a game. And I want to say this real quick, but <coughs> where you saw a better coach just win the game for the team. Yeah. I, I think it's very clear. That what, I agree with. But Tomlin was able to do with that scrap joke team Settle he had. But. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, no. I if if the if the Browns. Uh, she wants, she wants three more hoes. <laughs> Shut up. She already had three. You're she didn't have enough. Round six hoes. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't um, drink it. That's my fault, probably. Drink it. So Did sorry. you drop it? No, I no. didn't, but I feel like I shook it a bit. Oh, well, oh, we should, that's all right. You, you got on the plate. Oh, I did. There you um, go. I think if the Browns win the games that they're supposed to win in the last three or last four and finish eight and eight, um, he's not going to get fired. Um, but if they tailspins, if they lose Sunday, all bets are off. You can't lose to the Bengals at home. No, you know, that, 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 that's one of those and games you where you yeah, might you just get walked that. right out the door. <laughs> and then if they and if they win out, that means they won the three games they're supposed to, and they beat the Ravens and sweep the Ravens. Oh See, this is my thing with the Browns. Like, if if Freddie Kitchens sweeps the Ravens and also beats the Steelers in the same year, you can't fire him. You just can't do it. It that doesn't happen. No, I agree with that. I'm sorry, they're not going to beat the Ravens. 
Cowboys. I, I think the Ravens are going to annihilate every other team. They oh, play I agree. This year. I th- they're my contenders. I, I, I agree. Think, I I, think. But I but I also who but I also mm, playoffs are a different animal. No, it's a different animal. We'll see. So I don't know. If and you, and I know everybody. And, and I I like like if if Lamar Jackson didn't and I don't want to spend any time on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. But if Lamar Jackson didn't play for the Ravens, he'd be one of my favorite players this year. Oh, I get that. But he plays for the Ravens, so I can't root for him. See, I'm neutral for the most yeah, part. Can't. I love Lamar. Yeah, I think he's just wait till he beats you guys in the playoffs. You'd be like, oh, I'm. I'm actually it. hoping that <laughs> there's like <laughs> certain scenarios where I hope we get third or fourth spot just so we don't have to play the Ravens right away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I, if the Browns somehow lose to the Bengals once and, uh, you know, the Cardinals, uh, yeah, Freddie's going to get fired. But if he wins the game, he's supposed to down the stretch. I just, man, I just don't think, I I don't know if they're going to get rid of him. So that's my thinking. All right. Jamie, what are your feelings on Fred Kitchens? Um, Mixed, like you kind of said about uh, this week, if, if they lose to the Bengals, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Jordan yeah. said, just walk right out the door. Oh, yeah, right. But um, I find it very hard to believe that we're going to win out the rest of the season. I just don't – I, you know what? I would love that. I don't see it happening, especially to the unstoppable Ravens. Um, hey, the, hey, the last time the Ravens lost, it was to who? You're not wrong, Dan. To the Browns. Uh-oh. Oh, and it's in Cleveland this time. Uh oh. So, yeah, it's gonna be like a. I don't know. Forty I point just, I just have such <clears> a <throat> impression with the Browns. I just like so happy sometimes, and I don't want to talk oh, about. Oh, I was depressed all day on Sunday, all night Thanks, on Sunday. I can't talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh. Too many good and bad memories. The ridiculous part if they just would have freaking won on Sunday, yes. uh, uh, they'd be in the playoffs. That's my thought. Alright, that's enough of that negativity. Uh, Before we wrap up to the final topics, real quick on the Cavs, Dan, you just wrote, they stink. And then apparently Dan, I think I remember this, uh, Dan tweeted the Cavs were looking good. My my brother texts it all the time. When they were four four and five, and since Dan tweeted that, they've been one and ten. Yeah, they've won. That's not surprising. They're, five, they're, they're five and fifteen. They're rebuilding. Um, yeah. So I t- when they when they won to go to four and five, I tweeted, "Don't look now, but the Cavs are a good team." I remember like when you said that. I and remember that. Every yeah. single time the Cavs lose, my brother sends that to a group chat with me, my brother Steve, and Steve's little brother Matt. <laughs> every time. Oh man. It's been a lot of times recently. Yeah, every yeah, pretty what's the, much. Every what's game. the name of the Cavs announcer guy? There's like all the hype stuff on the court. Ahmad. Like timeouts and stuff. Ahmad. Yeah, I uh, walked past him on the street the other day. Oh yeah, he's the man. Ahmad's the man. Short guy. Yeah. Was a little, he, little starstruck. Was I guarantee you. Starstruck. I guarantee he doesn't remember me, but we were tight when I interned there. Aw. Aw, that's cool. Yeah, Ahmad's the man. He's the coolest guy. I still like have such a soft spot for the Cavs. Oh, I do too. But I mean, I won't spend any money on tickets. But if anybody uh, says, "Hey, you want to go to a game?" I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" I don't yeah, care. Because also the experience is is still really cool, and the new arena. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to the oh, new arena so now. Oh, it's so nice. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, we have. I have. Oh, yeah. I do want to go. It's hey, really good. I'm going there next Wednesday. Oh, Rockets, Rockets game. Rockets game. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. Okay, okay, this is not on topic <coughs> with the Cavs, but did anyone happen to see the clip last night of LeBron just walking? Yes. Yeah, you know, yes. Weird. Yeah. And then the other guy was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I died." You know, he did that on purpose. It was so funny. Oh really? Absolutely. It made my whole night. Just to like prove a point. Yeah. No, he was looking to see what he can get away with. LeBron like, cracks me up. Yeah, he did that. Do you really think LeBron wouldn't do that on purpose? He knows what he's doing. I, mean, I that, for that sure happens. thought he did that on purpose. That like, he knows the game of yeah. basketball. He knew. Okay. Yeah, no, but, yeah, he knew. no, that can happen if you catch an inbounds pass and you you do it before you start dribbling. Oh, right. He dribbled all the way up right. the court and then stopped and then, and then just, dribbled again. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Did you I see it, Jimmy? I find it That's really funny. funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's funny. Do you think LeBron did that on purpose? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely on purpose. You've been playing... You play basketball that long, you're not making a stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right. The, uh, the best so part, the best intentional. The best part was the I don't remember who it was, but the guy checking him. Yes. It was just like this, uh, this unassuming looking white. Yeah. Player. Yes. Was like, really, I have to guard LeBron, and he's like, oh, he traveled, call it, so I don't have to guard him. <laughs> right. He like could not believe right. that LeBron didn't call it. Was that like, was real funny. Oh. Especially since the ref was looking. Right I watched out. that like ten that, times. That kind of stuff so actually funny. happens. <laughs> Quite a, a little bit. too much. Yeah. Like, There's a clip of Kendrick Perkins when we right. played with the Cavs. Right. He took nine steps. Ru- Russ has taken, I think, <sighs> yeah. seven steps mm-hmm. or eight steps before. There was one recently. Some dude was like just uh, taking the ball out of bounds. He just He's ran it. garbage. <laughs> Russ is the reason why the Rockets will lose in the first round. So <laughs> Really? You don't think it's because James Harden, James Harden misses dunks? Uh, no. Yes. I'll take <laughs> a, I'll take the occasional miss, uh, quote-unquote miss dunk. What are your feelings on – this is also off topic. What are your feelings on the All Rockets right, so like we making, shouldn't... trying to make this serious? Oh, oh, no. I'm actually okay with them protesting for two for one reason. They're not – they're, they, they're well aware they, they shouldn't have blown the lead. I think they're just trying to make a stink about it so that that it never happens again that a, that a, 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 a made basket isn't counted. I think that's all they're trying to do. Because if you see when when players shoot a, a two pointer, but they think it's a three, yeah. they'll review it in the in a timeout right. and they'll adjust it accordingly. I think that's what they were trying to get at. Like, why didn't someone at least do that? Because they could have totally done that at any time. Well, I think yeah. I think people need to understand two things. Darren Moore doesn't give a you know what about what anybody thinks about yeah, the Rockets. Right. Well, he's and from two, Cleveland. yeah, you go. He's from and, and two. Um, I think the Rockets are actually doing something that could benefit the whole NBA by making a fuss about this, that there will never be an instance in the future where a made basket doesn't get I don't know, reviewed. Though. It could piss off the refs and they could. Or that. Well, I think that's what happened. I think on the court, that's what was going on. But that's unacceptable. Well, what, was, it, what was interesting was that's unacceptable Harden behavior. originally thought he missed the dunk. Too, right. Because well, he was like going after like, the rebound. Right. He's thinking right. like he missed it. That's right. It was, it's just a weird it was just funny. They should weird. They should not have blown that call. No, the, right. The right. whole fallout from it is, is hilarious. Yeah, no. I, I think some people are just missing. I think the reason why they're doing it is just, again, just so that this if never this was happens. A, I, if this was a playoff game, right, then I'd be, I would yeah, right, totally right, right, agree right. with the Rockets. Right. like taking this to the nth degree and protest. Right. But when they came out like the next morning and they're like, I hope they – they like let us replay the whole seven and a half. Why? No, because okay. you guys blew a fifteen you, point lead. Well, right, but you know that's actually happened before. I know, but yeah. I'm not saying that should happen. Because oh my age. gosh, I could. You'd never hear the end of it if they lost. <coughs> if they lost their rematch game, mm-hmm. so please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. They're but, not going to do it. They would. No, of course they're not going to no do way. it. No way. But I would like. I would. I would like to see the NBA have a new policy where 
any possible yeah, goaltending or something. Just, gonna, you right. have to review it. Right. It's for the same reason that when someone's foot is on the line, they review that. Yeah. You have to do that. Anyways, that's all. It's, we're out of topic here. Well, the, um, the the interesting thing is like the Rockets had a chance to to like throw a challenge and they didn't. No, no, he did. But oh. what it was is it took them. Um, this is what happened. Real quick, um, uh, D'Antoni was immediately asking to first what why did they not count the basket? Yeah. It took them over a minute to to tell him why they didn't count the basket, and their reason was they said offensive interference. But Harden and, and other people on the Rockets were like, no, that's not what happened. Please review it. And they said, oh, well, it's been more than 30 seconds. We no yeah. longer can review it. So literally because they took too long to tell them why they're not counting yeah. the basket, that's why that happened. But yeah. whatever. It's, they shouldn't have blown the lead. So yeah. it's I just thought moving the whole thing on. was funny. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an NBA game in December. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So, Dan, let's, let's hear your thoughts for a few minutes about – the Netflix special, The Devil Next Door. Then I will preview a new taco place. I'll talk about a few music uh, Christmas-themed concerts, and then we'll wrap the uh, episode up. Yeah, so I watched this Tuesday night. Yeah, what? Oh, I know. Well, I already know knew a lot of the story, but I didn't, like, there was so much footage of the actual trial that I obviously none of us had ever seen before. And you watched it, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm the one who told you about it that night. Right, right, I know. And then I watched it until like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> it's really good. How many episodes? Six. Six. So it's not bad. So they're each like 40 minutes long. Netflix is doing better. They used to do what, like 10? <coughs> and now they've reduced yeah. those to like it's six. Like, it is it's no need to have 10 episodes. It is such an interesting it is. documentary. I want to see it. Is this the one that Brian told us about? Or no? Yes. No, yeah. no, 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 no. No, that's totally not different. the one that he's on. No, that's a different one, which he, I also want to see. Yeah, I, I, have, I haven't one. watched yeah. that yeah. yet either. That's no, this actually, is about... Uh, that one... So the guy Colin we interviewed last time uh, was on a Netflix project that's sort of similar to Making a Murderer. Oh, okay. So I want to watch that. Oh, yeah. This is nothing like... Okay. No, yeah. this... Well, no, you can explain it if you'd like. Well, no. So I'm sure like if... If you're listening and you're like my age, which is above 30. Really? Okay, you're 30 I'm 30 now. Yeah, you're 30. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Jimmy. All right. <laughs> Jimmy, you're, you're, not even a, you're not even a freaking millennial. You're Gen Z. Wow, you, he well, is Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, um, so Jimmy, do you know, uh, harken back to your history classes, do you know anything about Ivan the Terrible? Uh, huh. I have to who touch a, up on some stuff. Sounds awfully familiar. Yeah, he was, a, he was a Nazi guard who was responsible for essentially killing hundreds of thousands of Jews. Ivan the Terrible, huh? Let yeah. me take a look. Okay, Steve Irwin, quit it with that. <laughs> okay, boom. Right, yeah, where are you? Okay, boom. Why are you calling me a boom? I'm not a boomer. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a <laughs> yeah. freaking millennial. I like that he calls you a boomer, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so... Whatever, boomer. Okay, uh, yeah, go. John Demyanyuk was his, like, Demyanyuk is his actual last name. I don't know if his actual first name is John, because, like, in the documentary, they talk about his name being Ivan Demyanyuk. Oh. So he lived in Seven Hill. Well, he was in the war. He's from Ukraine. But he was accused of being Ivan the Terrible. So this, like, horrible war Nazi war criminal. Uh, we're uh, recording a podcast. Huh? <laughs> podcast um, time. Anyway, um, so he was a uh, Nazi war criminal who was responsible for killing like 
Allegedly. Allegedly. No, don't tell me that. Oh my god. So now I'm gonna have to feel bad for this old man because he possibly could be a I mean I don't personally. So no, so here's the thing. He's well, definitely. you haven't seen it yet. No, that's fine. So, no, it's oh, not going to be oh, I don't, We're I don't, not going to spoil it, oh, right, right. he's definitely a Nazi. No, Whether yeah, he was yeah, yeah. Ivan the Terrible or not, oh, he was definitely, definitely so, a Nazi. So, so uh, he's not what they originally convicted him for, I don't okay. think. See, I think he is. You think he's Ivan the Terrible? When they talked, when they said what his mother's main name was, I was convinced he was. Okay. Oh. That's... I was on yeah, the bandwagon was... that he wasn't until that last episode. <clears throat> I was like, no. Nope. But there was a lot of falsifications of his name. No, no, no. Okay. He's Ivan the Terrible. So, oh. so no, it, it was proven that he was at a concentration camp. It's just one oh, that was like, more south than like, Poland. Okay. So like, it was yeah. proven yeah, that, that it was proven okay, that he good. did kill a bunch of Jews. But it's still murky as to whether he was who they thought he was, which was basically next to Hitler, like like the one of the most biggest war criminals like of wicked, the Nazis. Okay. Yeah. yeah, killed essentially, essentially, at the Ford plant. essentially yes. responsible for killing of millions plants. of people, like over a million right, people, right, like right. went through that tr- concentration oh. camp. Oh. And so he was, um, uh, he was accused of being the head guard who would literally push people into like the gas oh. chambers and would like cut off limbs and stuff. Oh. And all. It's it's really terrible, but yes. yeah, he after the war he came to Cleveland. Uh, settled in Seven Hills, worked at the Ford plant. How did he get here? Did they explain know. that? I don't know. They did. I, mean, I guess if anyone knew, we'd do. <laughs> yeah. right. But um, he lived a normal life. Wow. Up until he was... He was like in his 70s when this started happening. He was happening. 67, oh I think, when he got deported. Mm-hmm. So he got deported to Israel and stood trial for all those war crimes. Good. And then was convicted... And then his appeal, his conviction got thrown out for appeal. And then he came back to the U.S. and lived with his family. Like, his kids still live here. Kids, grandkids, all that. Still live, like, so crazy. like 10 minutes from here. Who was his wife? Just a rando just, from Cleveland? Yeah, an American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's just, for <coughs> me, like, I found it so interesting. Because, like, yeah. I know, obviously, about World War II. But yeah. it takes me back to, like, so many parts of history that right. are so easy to forget. Right. And the way they go back and show you like just historically how horrible this time was and how evil these people were um but just like the mixture of modern day we right. found this guy mixed oh, with what back. happened yeah. you know in this time I period what, it's, just, yeah. it's so well done <clears throat> and you're like it's a good like mixture of kind of making a murder like did is he this person <clears throat> is he not this person but like he's obviously a bad person and like i just I really enjoyed it. So where I used to live in Parma, he yeah. lived not even ten minutes from there. Oh wow! It's crazy. Seven wow. Hills. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know where Seven Hills is. Yeah. Uh, yeah but in seven, where in Seven yeah. Hills? It's like good, good friends of mine are mm-hmm. from Seven yeah. Hills. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. really good. Crazy. And I remember this story when I was younger because this story was big, and you said nineties mm, to two thousand. 40s. Yep. Yeah. Okay, boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny. That was really that funny. That was real. I All love right, when was, I forget you he's there and then he says something perfect. so fantastic like that. <laughs> 1940s. All right, so this is a Cleveland related thing. This is. This is a. You just made the list! This is definitely a Cleveland related story. It's a very famous Netflix special. Yeah, right look now. it up. It's called Devil Next Door. I've seen ahead. a lot of Netflix specials. They're usually pretty good. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing this one. And it's um, really interesting to watch the story of like the lawyers too, because there's there's a lawyer from New York who 
was trying to get him not deported in the right. U.S. and then he got deported and then he okay. willingly went over to Israel oh to defend goodness. him. Imagine being that guy. And then his his main lawyer in Israel, that his main lawyer in Israel, who balls. is Jewish, was defending him. Wow. He has there's. There's more. There's, there's so many layers to this. Okay, 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 okay. There's he didn't just so go over there out of the goodness of his well, heart. Right, 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 right. right. All right. I'm trying well, to leave some things in. No, yeah, Sorry, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, just throwing it all out on I, the table. Because um, I know he's going to watch it. I'm, no, I 100% will. And I'm very excited to see this now. All right. Next topic. Sorry, very Jimmy, different. Very not <laughs> grotesque. There is a new taco place in Lakewood. Um, it's called Ola it's Tacos. Grotesque if you're pita. <laughs> that was funny. It's called Ola Tacos. <laughs> okay, boy. Um, the, the owners... Are the owners of Barocco? Wow, the yep. it's this. I re, re, rephrase that. It's the same owners as those who uh, run Barocco, which have you been there? Mm-hmm. Okay, you've been there, Dan. You still haven't been still there, right? We need to go there. Uh, Barocco is Colombian cuisine. Uh, your coworker, my ex coworker, uh, Jonathan, yep. who is from Colombia, yep. told me to go here because, in his words, a Colombian told me that this is the only one of the only authentic places in the city. Yeah. I went there. I was not disappointed. It's very good. There's now one in Crocker Park, side note. Um, so they opened up a Mexican restaurant, a taqueria, and it's called Ola Tacos. Per the pictures and the descriptions, it looks like it's on point. Yeah. I am so excited. Dude, I don't the, way think, that, the way that they cook their I, uh, yeah, steak and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the asada, right, over the coal fire grill. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So the menu, yeah, they have al pastor tacos, birras de rest, mm. which is this is this is a <coughs> this is very very common in Mexico, but it's become a little more popular throughout the states. It's uh, slow roasted braised beef, so it's basically similar to the what what they call barbacoa at uh, yeah. Chipotle, uh, Chipotle. Um, or OCB, right? Or OCB, which I was at um, yesterday. But the, the, the one cool thing they do here, which the, you don't see at either of those places, is they they crisp the tortillas. With the like the juices from the meat, yeah, you know. So they um, have a they have a quesadilla which they do that too, which yes, looks freaking yes, yes that giant one, yeah, yeah. 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 The they queso, also it's called like queso uh, barilla, uh, yeah, barilla or whatever, yeah. Um, so carne asada tacos, of course, those are the steak tacos that are over that. Oh man, it looks so good. Wood fired grill. They have chicken tinga tacos, which OCB does chicken tinga. It's just a yeah. spicy adobo adobe yeah. or shredded, adobo like a marinated chicken. chicken, correct. They also have a, a cauliflower uh, taco for vegans mm. and vegetarians. Um, they also have taquitos. I don't know. Cauliflower tacos. I, 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 I had I'm, a cauliflower taco today. Oh, they call it the birridia. The Please, there was that ridiculous thing that Ben Watson tweeted about. Oh, that fired me up. Oh, they, uh, I love Ben Watson. Kid so I, I think this is what you're talking about. The burri- They call it the birridia. Yeah. A quesadilla. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so this place <laughs> looks great. Per the pictures I've seen, it looks awesome. So as of now, they're renovating the old gorilla yeah. fast food stand. They're, they're in a, they're in a, what they oh, said yeah. is a mm-hmm. very soft open right now. Right. So they're basically just a stand. They're as a taco of now. stand. Yeah. yeah in the winter stand. in Cleveland. Right. But they, it's it's closed up. It's, it's got like a, a covering and a heater. Got so it. like when you're waiting in line, you're not going to freeze or anything. Wow, am I excited to try this place. I have not been this excited to try a wow, place he's in excited. a long time. Saturday? I think Saturday. I think that's what we're thinking. And Saturday. then we'll go to the Christmas bar and like yes. right afterwards. Yes. 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 Day, yes. day is made. Let's not Perfect. scream. Saturday. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Jimmy, um, go early. Jimmy, are you coming down? Spite. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm going to be in he town. He'll be coming up. Whoa. Coming he's in out? town. You're in town. He's yeah. in town. All right. We'll talk oh, about this after. Yeah. Yep. We'll talk about <laughs> it after. Uh, do yourselves a favor. Follow Ola Tacos Klee, C-L-E. 
Ola Taco C L E on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram, oh, just look at these pictures and then look at me in the eye and tell me that you don't want to go with us on Saturday. Hit them up on the gram, yo. Seriously, you you will. Are you this talking is to amazing. the general population? Yes, everyone, Jimmy? everybody, no, ta- Jimmy, everyone. Talking to our our millions of listeners. Look at the me millions. in the eye. We have everyone, <laughs> all millions of our listeners. Look at me in the eye. No, but seriously, I'm really excited about this place. Look we'll review it for eyes. sure next episode. Um, that is, I hate when I say um, and I say it all the time. That is our last review. Now, the only it's a preview. Preview. Or you're right. That's technically a preview. The only other preview we have. I just want to highlight this. <laughs> I just want to highlight the fact that. Cleveland's actually a great place if you're into like Christmassy concerts and like classical mm-hmm. Christmas oh, music. Um, so you have the Cleveland Orchestra, yep. which yep. is going to be doing tons of stuff. Uh, Best uh, orchestra in the world. There's, uh, we're going to drop a link for this because there's too many names and crazy names I don't know how to pronounce. Marching band. Um, Best Oberlin, the Oberlin College Choir has some stuff going on. There's a, a, <coughs> a Celtic or Celtic. I'm sorry, Celtic. I don't know how to Celtic Christmas. Uh, which is also cool. If you've ever heard Celtic Christmas music, it's, it's really it it's really festive. Mm-hmm. It's better than so. country Christmas music. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like country Christmas music. Uh, so there's that as well. Hey, um, the Cleveland Chamber Choir <laughs> is going to be doing some stuff. Uh, I don't see it here, weirdly enough, but the what's the Cleveland? Is it the Cleveland Philharmonic? Is that what it's called? The main Cleveland Orchestra. It's just the Cleveland Orchestra. The yeah, Cleveland Orchestra. Yeah. They usually do Handel's Messiah. <laughs> Which yeah, is like, so in my good. opinion, one of the greatest pieces of music ever. We did that you in... did that. You added that yeah. to your favorite Christmas yeah. songs last yeah. year, and yeah. I was so impressed. Yeah. That it never would it's, have occurred to yeah. me. So mm-hmm. every time I so hear, good. like, obviously we the Hallelujah in, chorus, uh, Cantorum, yes. we did that. The, the Hallelujah chorus is like the the highlight, but the whole thing is just phenomenal. Yeah, the orchestra. So yeah, I don't know if I'm uh, going to be able to see this this year, but I've always wanted to, especially mm-hmm. since the Cleveland mm-hmm. Orchestra is so good. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, we're gonna drop a link to all these different choruses and choirs and very Christmassy things. So that is the final. That's the final preview for now. Uh, One thing I want to highlight: the Christmas bar at Around the Corner. Um, If you're familiar with with Around the Corner, this is the like the the party room to the right of the main entrance. That's usually not (coughs) open or it's a private event. So now it's a Christmas bar. And we've gone, I think, now two or three years in a row now. Mm-hmm. And it is just covered with Christmas lights, decorations, and they have nonstop Christmas karaoke, which sounds weird at first until so you go fun. and you realize, oh, wow, everyone's singing Silent mm-hmm. Night. This is really cool. It is so much fun. Last year, I think I had the most fun at a bar I've yeah. had in my entire so that life. That was fun. It was truly a wonderful uh, evening. And I think part of it is just singing Christmas carols with a whole bunch of randos is such a fun yeah, thing to do. It's so better than Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, Thanksgiving doesn't have uh, Christmas <laughs> or music. Um, That's the, it's the one of three pop-up bars now in the Cleveland area. But it's you, the original. What's another one you went to recently? So so there's one that's on East Night that's called Lake Effects. Yeah. That's in mm-hmm. the Schofield yeah. Hotel. But there is a traveling one. That was at Spotted oh. Owl last year, oh. and this year is at oh. Society Lounge on East 4th, and they call it the Miracle on 4th Street, which oh, I appreciate. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. Let me tell you, I had the best time ever. 
It was so beautiful. The drinks are really? so. They so, make have you good. Had, yeah, society. Society yeah. lounge yeah. reminds me of Velvet like, Tango Room, yeah, where the drinks yeah. are like handmade. They have the dudes with like the curly mustaches. Yeah, yeah like legit <laughs> cocktails and bartenders. But they have a special menu for this, and it is fantastic. All the drinks come in a specific like Christmas cup, so like they all have their own oh. cup. They all have their own recipe. They are, and it was just. Decorated beautifully. There's Christmas music playing. We gotta go. It's downstairs. You like walk down, and the whole like downstairs is like Christmas, like a tube of Christmas lights. Like it's just. I like that. It's really good. It's not as like relaxed and goofy as the Lakewood one is, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of fun. Gotta go. It's good. We'll go. Champs pumped. We'll go on next Friday. Yeah. After our (gasps) holiday party. Yes. Yep. Yes. Totally. All right. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. All right. Now the final segment, and we'll mm-hmm. wrap up. What's the move? Dan, since your voice is aching, you uh, tell us your plans first. You go first. Um, well, tomorrow, I guess it depends on how I wake up and feel. I'm not sick, but who knows? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to work tomorrow, obviously. And uh, after, I'm not sure. So, yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Saturday, I don't know. We just kind of started talking about it, but... We definitely have plans on Sunday. Yeah. And then Sunday, I'll just watch the Browns. Go to church, watch the Browns. Like always. That's mine. Noise. Jimmy. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. What are you doing? All right. <laughs> All well, right. Uh, tomorrow, I uh, work downtown. Um, and then what do you reckon, mate? What's up? What do you reckon, mate? What do I reckon? What, what do you I reckon, reckon mate? What? Huh? What? What? Oh my god, dude! If you're gonna do the Australian accent, you have to know like the lingo. What do you reckon is like, like what, like what's going on? And then mate is, you know, you know mate. Wow, that was a what do you reckon, mate? All right, well I got. I figure he's doing the accent. He might as well commit to it. Um, all right, I'll just keep going with the accent then. I shall work tomorrow at downtown Cleveland. Uh, Saturday. We are, ce- you know what, screw the accent. We're celebrating Dan's retirement, <laughs> 40 years of hard work. Uh, great job, Boomer. Uh, so we'll be hanging out Saturday. Wait, your dad? The pop-up bar? Is that what's going on? Wait, you're celebrating? Yes. Wait, what? Can you? Tacos and pop-up bar. Oh, he's celebrating. He's talking about celebrating my retirement. Yeah, Dan's retiring. Oh, God, I wish. Right, because he's a Boomer. Work, yeah, Dan. I'm probably uh, another 30 years away from that. All right. But hey, we should. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right, Dan. Uh, and then Sunday... Church and uh, watch the Browns lose, probably. Hopefully not. <laughs> That's about it. I hate you. All right. Okay. Anna or Teresa, go next. You can go. Um, what's the move? So besides our plans that we just made I love for how Saturday, we all have the same Saturday plans. Um, <laughs> no, so tomorrow I actually get to go to Columbus, which I really enjoy. Wow. Columbus. Ooh. She's going to go celebrate the big win from last week. <gasps> okay. You know, mm. I was excited until you went there. <laughs> no, I'm going tomorrow for a holiday party, but I actually really enjoy the city of Columbus. It is a cool city. It is a really cool city. It is. It's a fun, like, little trip, and I'm staying there for the night. So that'll be a good time. Uh, do some bowling, do some visiting, some socializing, some celebrating the Christmas season, and then come back on Saturday for tacos and yes, yes, yes. tacos in the Christmas bar. Oh, yeah. And hopefully so celebrating excited. a Cowboys win later tonight. We'll see. Okay, maybe not that. But All right, well, you're on board with me, so there. Yeah. 
You know what the, so bear, close. the bears to win? So close. Yeah, I do actually. I, I, I'm You're fully. Such a jerk. I'm a bear. Oh, you know and, what it is? and I am two for two in being in fantasy football playoffs this weekend. So, who would have guessed that my team would have been the best team of all three of our teams? Oh, shut up. What is we, that? It's the. Oh, oh did, I almost did, did you just reset. Start, start talking. You would have literally lost the entire episode. I would have died. I would have just gathered my computer and walked out. And I'm like, we need to just go right now. Jimmy, do you hear this? Hannah just tried to turn my computer off. That is like escape on every. Alright, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. You have a MacBook. No, I don't. Teresa. Nope. Your plans. Quick, quick. Oh, same as mine? It's great. Yeah, same as yours. Uh, Me and Teresa have off tomorrow, so we're going to go to the the arts museum. But when you're dating, you have the same place. And then we're also, oh, get this, get this. We're going to Sung's house, which is such a great Asian place. I mean, a whole day for us. Oh, that's so cute. Have you been there? Has anyone been there? Sung's house. It's in Playhouse Square. No. So they have a dish called bibimbap. Or something yeah, like I've that. Yeah, I've had before. Oh, so it's like what am I? It's like one of the greatest foods you ever have. It's just yeah. a big old bowl of like, and it's like hot. The bowl's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they bring you. It's like rice and then vegetables and then your choice of meat and then they put an egg on top and oh, so it's so good. good. So if we're you don't, going. if like after this weekend when you go, because obviously you've made those plans already. But if you want that and you don't want to drive downtown, uh, there's a Korean bar called Banchan. Where's that? Seven Hills. It's a little bit of a drive. Oh, but didn't we go one time? Nazis you might have gone with me. Though. You and uh, your friend. Um... Cisco. Yes. Yeah, you were Cisco. there. You yeah. No, that's a good place. That's a good place. <laughs> what? That's a good place. What are you talking about? Seven Hills. Oh. Yeah. Place. Yeah. It's really good. Good bibimbap. We should go there uh, another time. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, 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 <laughs> I cannot believe that. I'm down the field. Men of scarlet and gray. Oh, gross. Okay. Uh, I'm not coming on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Hey, I was on your side, but I I'm know. sorry. They played really bad. I knew they were going to lose. <laughs> I just didn't expect I, it to be Oh, yeah. So we painful. turned the TV off. I, I was we like, were yeah, just like, <laughs> we were like, okay. I was like, <laughs> I just didn't expect it to be that I don't, bad. I don't think Ohio State's going to lose to anybody this year. Do no, they? they're not. It's annoying. No, they're not. Uh, go LSU. Oh, wait. I hate LSU. I can't vote for LSU. Um, Georgia? Is that who for is? Uh, Do no, I, like I think it's behind Georgia. Um, oh, Clemson. My boys. My oh, boys Clemson. are from Clemson. Clemson's three. I think it's Georgia. Uh, you're right. But I can, I, I can go for Clemson. But, I can go for Clemson. But Georgia's going to lose uh, this weekend to LSU in the SEC yeah, championship. I don't think so. so. I think Georgia's going to win. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, Sorry. boomer. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That doesn't even make sense. Doesn't make sense. That literally nope. doesn't well, even make sense. Does not make sense at all she, with Hannah. It kind of does because she's the only other person here that's 30. I just turned 30 and immediately started falling apart. So it's cool. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I don't mean to laugh at that. Not even a month later. Not even a month later. <laughs> uh, go Clemson. Okay, My boys yeah. are from there. Watson and Hopkins. Shout out. Uh, nobody cares. Ben Watson's from, from yeah. Georgia. And and kids. 7 million yeah. people in Houston. Zeke is from Ohio State. I know. Obviously, I know that. <laughs> I, I love how Just your dad likes Zeke, but like you don't like Ohio State. It's just like a weird thing going well, on. So there. when he took me to the Dallas, I know he wore his family. Yeah, her he family his... is split right down the middle. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's well now with the extended family. It's like it's a, five and it's like a, five and four or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird marriage dynamic between your mom and your dad. Yeah. It's, Ohio State and Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. So my dad. Not for his dad. Shout personally. out to my dad who occasionally. Tommy Vegas. Yeah. Shout so out, sir. They, we have our annual party, so the house gets split in decorations. So, like, one table is blue tablecloths, one red. So, my dad, when we were kids, 
<clears throat> would wake us up on these game days because he plays the trumpet playing mm. the Ohio State fight song. Oh, oh my god! How did you not get turned? Like I feel like uh, Domo's. I feel like I feel like a lot of kids go with what their dad likes. No, I did my mom. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I yeah, but a lot like, of a lot of families, the moms don't like care, so they don't have that like. Other I think that's guys. why I became. Yeah, well, my mom. My mom is a lots. big Michigan fan. Big. Well, he recorded himself playing the trumpet this year and sent it to our family group chat. It's amazing. And wow. all, they play dirty. Like, my mom was stay-at-home mom before, like, yeah. we all started going to school. And so <coughs> she sent Emma, our youngest, our youngest. Oh, I remember The youngest, um, <laughs> to school, like, in a Michigan cheerleader's outfit for her kindergarten uh, pictures. And my dad was livid. Oh, that He was be, like, yeah. we're not yeah, because she sent her to school. I would have, I would have, I would have like, like drawn up like fake divorce papers. He was and, like, so mad. Right on the counter. They, See, they, they, there's no mercy there. I feel good. Yeah. That. I like that though. Yeah. Okay. Because there's still love at the end of the day, but when it comes right. to football, well, it's ruthless. We have a football game to watch. <laughs> we do, and we're an hour and a half. We have a podcast Sorry, Jamie. Remember when we said we had a hard stop at whatever time? Did everybody talk about? Oh yeah, everybody talked about their plans. Okay, let's wrap this puppy up. Okay, boomer. Never mind. Uh, anyway, um, do you want to talk real quick about your thing that you got going on? Your oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the spirit of running, back to Stephen's segment. Yeah. I don't know if it's spirit. If Christmas, anyone's interested, so um, this week was Giving Tuesday, and so um, for Giving Tuesday at the City Mission, which we've talked about a couple of times in the mm-hmm. City Mission on here, we are there is an annual 5K run in the summers. And typically it's been held at the zoo, but it is actually going to be in the flats this year to do like a more Cleveland experience since the city mission is located in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. So the run's going to be on June 13th for anyone out there who might be interested in a 5K. There's also a one mile walk and a kid's fun dash. So it's actually a really family friendly event. They usually have like the calves and the Indians mascots out there. There's a DJ. There's a bunch of stuff for kids. It's it's a really fun run. Um, But they're doing like a different fundraising like aspect this year where there's teams so i actually have my own team if anybody's interested in joining <coughs> um or just helping raise Are you doing funds a 5K? i'm gonna do the 5k yeah i don't want to do 5k i could do you fun. have six months to get ready for it. oh you said summer yeah it's in june okay maybe maybe we'll talk about it later yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, if you're on the 5k i die that's not that long. What you could do the like? one mile walk if you prefer. How long is five k in miles? It's three point one miles. Oh, that's I, I've done that before. I've it's done, not I've hard. ran that far before. And trust that's... me, this course is way easier than the zoo because for the zoo you ran up the hill. Ooh. Oh yeah. You did the five k. No, I've run. No, no, no. I've run for. I used to run. No, before, no, no, at the like, zoo. No, no, no. I'm just saying this course. I've done it. I'm saying I've run up to four miles before in one run. That's all I'm saying. The hills at the zoo are no joke. It's not a joke. But if you're interested in running, you can join my team. It's called Miles for the Mission. Uh, we can tweet out the, whatever, we can send out the link. Yeah. Or if well, you just want to, like, it. donate to the city mission in the spirit of the Christmas charity, um, my goal as a team is just $1,000. So hopefully between now and June we can get over 1000 Um But, yeah, it'll be cool. It's a really fun run. It's a really fun way to raise money for the mission. And that's pretty <laughs> much all I have to say about it. It's in the flats, which is fun. Okay, Lots of places right. to have brunch afterwards oh, and hang out. So, yeah, all come, right. Come run in June or donate money. Yeah. Or just or do both. Share it and support. Yeah. But mainly donate money. Yeah, or run. You're donating money by registering for the run. So either way. Yeah. Yes. But are they donating money to your team? My only donor on Giving Tuesday was my mom. So. Oh really? Yep. 
I would appreciate I, anyone else. Asking. I shared it. I'm a, no, I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm saying like it's sad that my mom. No, anyways, it's no friends. Right. That's what we're saying. Yeah, but no friends with. There's mom. still a lot of time. There's like you if said. If I was dating months. Dak Prescott, who's making four hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah, probably wouldn't give you any. <laughs> yes, he You'd also yeah. have to share him with like yeah. ten side girls. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he'd have to this take taken... out of his strip club fund. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. he could be different. This went a he's totally not... different way. We're talking about raising money for yeah, the city not... mission. Okay, that's a good point. He love the strip club. Oh my god. Well documented. I cannot handle. <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, Dak let's get out of here because it's. Ridiculous. I I like Dak. I, he was my fantasy Jimmy, quarterback. Jimmy, where year. are you? He doesn't like Dak. Did somebody say Brett Eldridge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. All right, follow us on lotlpodcast.net. I did this Don't last. Week. <laughs> no, I did this last. Follow us on the social O-R-G. media at the LOTL Podcast. Check out our website and Steve's final blog, lotlpodcast.com. Um, if you follow, if you listen to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a rating and a review. If you listen to us on Spotify, uh, follow us. If you listen to us on SoundCloud, follow us, like our uh, episodes and all that. So uh, with that, uh, thanks to Teresa and Hannah for being here tonight. Appreciate it. Welcome. Everybody loves the... Uh, female correspondence. The female I flavor. saw someone tweet that they liked when you had females yeah, on. That, I saw that. I've actually gotten DMs about mm-hmm. it too. See? There was one girl that messaged Jordan that said she likes when his girlfriend's on. Oh, yeah. And I was like, My friend Maureen. Thank humble you. Humble brag over there. You guys. Humble, not even humble, just a brag. The people. The people <laughs> like us. Yes. Yeah. The people love Hannah uh, The females. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, check us out on that stuff. Appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy, be safe down there. We'll see you this weekend. Awesome. See you for bar. tacos, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. And, uh, uh, I love Jimmy so much. All right. Uh, Yeah, bye.